are now tuned in to the Free Play Media Podcast Network. This is Let's Get Comfortable with Jimmy B. Randy, how big are your dumps after these competitions? And Patty Moe. I'm cheeky. Wow. I'm snuggly. Whoa. And I'm scared. (laughs) (laughs) Headphones on. Pants off. Pat, such a... I got one. You got one? Have we used the word decadent? Yes, we have. God damn it. We sure have. We sure have. <laughs> Folks, this is Let's Get Comfortable, the most comfortable podcast you're probably going to listen to. I'm Jimmy B. I'm Patty Moe. And we are brought to you bar by our title sponsors, Weiss Comfort Systems. Pat, have I told you about Weiss Comfort Systems? You know, um, maybe, but just, you know what? Why don't you go ahead and entertain the folks anyways? Well, first of all, what a better title sponsor for Let's Get Comfortable than Weiss Comfort Systems. None that I can think of. Well, you remember our buddy Ben, right? Yeah, no. Yeah, uh, he's the he's the asshole guy, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, you know Ben. Ben, sometimes people call him Chice. Well, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, uh, his dad, Dan Weiss, we had him on the show. Wonderful guy. Incredible interview. Great man. And uh, I got to tell you, Pat, he told me, Jim, when your family lives and sleeps comfortably, so do we. What an unbelievable motto. What a selfless concept. And he is basically, I'm going to dub him the king of comfort. The king of comfort. Because he's keeping everybody else comfortable by dealing with their heating and cooling systems. Pat, they have all kinds of financing for qualified applicants. Mm. If you're interested, give them a call at 636-343-8440. That's Weiss Comfort Systems, our title sponsor, right here on Let's Get Comfortable. Pat... I think it's time. Why don't we get these pants off? I think it's time for that we should get let's get comfortable. Let's get comfortable. Ugh. Well, you know, it's uh It's been a it's been a long short week. I don't know. I mean, we had Labor Day and then there was Tuesday and Wednesday and today and it was long. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've seen you a lot lately. Oh yeah. I'm not upset about it. No, me by neither. Any means. No. Um, and we just, we always, I like this new Thursday lineup because we get to, oh, gotta get these, hold on, get these. Are you, yeah, are you, are you, are off. you, unf- yeah, just making sure. Unfolding your sweatshorts because they're inside now. Right, right. And we're back. Okay, cool. Uh, no, we've been seeing a lot of each other and I'm happy about it. Yeah. Um, we're, we're busy guys. We really we are. are. Um, but we're, but busy's good. I think we're doing good things for the most part. I mean, we're working on getting you married. We're helping improve, you know, many things that are important to us, like this Matt Jesuit High School. And here we are on Thursday. Absolutely. No, it's uh, it's great. And uh, dare I say, I am parched, Pat. It's Thirsty Thursday. Should we get into our Drake, Drake Merritt Drinks of the Show? Absolutely. We really need to get like a jingle in there. By the way, we got Sam in the house, but we also have Andrew, Andrew crushing it. Andrew the intern. Are you the intern? Is that Andrew? unfair to say? Is that how that works? I am technically the newest staff engineer. Newest staff engineer here okay, at Shock I, City Studios. Formally apologize that I called you an intern. Yeah, absolutely fine. It's okay. okay. Cool. Uh, absolutely crushing it for us tonight with Sam. Um, we're going to get into our drinks of the show, but maybe we get Andrew to think of like a jingle for next time. I, I think it's like it's like Drake Merritt drinks the show like. 
Ba-dum, bum, I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. I totally agree. Like Would you like to us. go first or me? It's up to uh, you. You were pretty excited about the title. You also went first. You went second last week. I went second last week, so... It I could go it, first, but mine, I would dare say, if you have more of a palate cleanser... I do. Okay, we would need that. Okay, go ahead. So I'll go first here. Very good. Folks, you know, Jim's uh, scooting over. He, w- we, were talking, we were talking about this. We've reached the, the big time. We literally yeah. have multiple coolers that Here's we bring. A, a nice <laughs> glass for you. And glass. You've already won up to me goblets. here. You have glass goblets, yeah. Uh, boys, if, if you're interested to have a drink... Um, Help yourself to a cup. Pat has yeah, cups. Here you go. There's one for you. Um, because that's by... Oh, here. Here. Take these, yeah. That's because, Pat. Yes. I came prepared today. You with, came prepared? I have for you, Pat, <laughs> hot sex. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, this is about to be the most either comfortable or uncomfortable most thing we've comfortable ever done. sexual podcast. Oh, God. Pat, this is worse than for when the we folks drank out there who can't see. We, we really should take a picture of this one. But <laughs> um, this it looks like a uh, a handle of vodka, but it's actually a handle of what would look to be a mudslide. Yeah, but it's not. I read that I read on here, and it, it I was thinking, ooh, mudslidey. Yeah, totally not going to be that way. It looks like yeah, it looks but like a Kahlua. Almost. It's literally called Original Bartenders Hot Sex. Is there any other description than that? Serve it chilled or on ice. 12.5% alcohol. So, there you go. Have have either of the producers ever had hot sex before? Uh, definite. <laughs> wait. Okay. <laughs> the drink. And, the Andrew's drink. Like, uh, maybe. The drink. Um, guys, I got a whole <laughs> thing of, of fresh ice here. I think it would probably help to have some ice. I'd agree. Yeah, so you're, give me you're, your cup. Why don't you entertain the folks while I yeah. fill everybody up? So, um, I just want to look at this really quick. This says on the back, since 1884, the Bartender Company, Division of America's oldest liquor produce, has been making superb cocktails. Bartenders, all caps, hot sex. Charts with an imported ginger liqueur, which is blended five times distilled vodka, real dairy cream, ginseng, natural chocolate flavor, plus a touch of syrup or syrup. The result is exceptional. It's 100% syrup, not syrup. <laughs> no wonder the creator called it... Not one it, person has ever said syrup. No wonder the creator called it hot sex. Uh, All right. Uh, well, Go ahead, here. No, I'm going to give it a... You know, it looks like it was probably sitting on that shelf for a long time. And where did you purchase this uh, this hot sex? I'm not going to tell you because <laughs> I really have, have reached, I've reached my stride. With this location, <laughs> and there are hundreds of options. Oh, okay. So, you, so you're going to like Total Wine or something? Then. Right, totally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I found a, a gem, a hidden gem, and it's my secret stash. Fair enough. Okay. All right. Maybe this well, doesn't explode everywhere. I don't think it's carbonated. It, look, I, it looks creamy. It looked like it was going to explode everywhere, yeah. which would be serendipitous Ooh. for hot sex. <laughs> To explode everywhere. <laughs> Very good, James. Very good. I had to do it. He did. Back uh, to back weeks, just crushing the drinks. The Franzia experiment last week, and now you have found a drink literally called hot sex. Yeah, hot sex. <laughs> we're we're filling up the uh, our wonderful. I this already. I can smell like the the burn from here on whatever that is. Sam and Andrew are ready to just get fudged up. They are so excited. Andrew's like, this is going to be a great job. But you know what? We've done drinks like this before where we're like, oh, God, there's there's literally no other way than this is going to be terrible, and they've turned out good. Mm-hmm. So I got high hopes. Don't think you're getting 
Oh, oh. Getting out of getting a skimpy. Okay. That's uh, that's good. That's great. And I will say, we don't have to chug these if we don't want. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Um, Th- because you poured because a lot. Because it's... I, pour, I poured a lot, and it also... we It might suck. So... <clears throat> All right. Here we go, gentlemen. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. This is great. Here's our drink of the show. Not awful, but definitely not really good. I think it tastes like a mudslide still. Yeah, but there's like a, it has ginger liqueur in there. There it is. I just got it in the back. Yeah. Mm. Mm. It has, yeah, has ginger liqueur, maybe. Very gingery after finish. Hot sex might be good around uh, like Christmas time, maybe. It seems like this would be a Christmas drink. And there are a lot of people during that time of year who enjoy such festivities. Sure. How would your how would your folks feel if uh, they said, "Go ahead and bring something special over," and and you bu- you busted out a uh, handle of hot sex? Hey, Grandma, look what I got! <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be invited back. Yeah. Uh, so okay. Uh, so we already said we're not going to chug these, but I think we should at least take one more drink. Yeah, we'll take one more drink here. Mm. Sam, official score, sir. Uh, and I'm not sure if the mic's on. Just give it a check. So it is can. now. Oh, it oh, is okay. now. I set Andrew up for failure earlier. That's Perfect. okay. That's actually going to be really fun on the playback. Yeah. Andrew, what do we call you? Yeah, yeah, Sounds yeah. good. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> uh, We're learning here. I'm going to give it a six. I think the taste oh. is good. Uh-huh. I And I it doesn't have the alcohol sting that similar drinks have. But to be fair, it's only 12.5%. So, I mean, it's almost chocolate milk so yeah. of course it's going to taste good so i give it yeah. a six wow Impre- high score for what i would have thought sam would have would have given yeah and andrew? andrew andrew please please step on up i think i am right in the same ballpark i'd probably give it like a six or seven given that i was drinking it around christmas time like you said wow impressive sir, sir what do you think taking those into account yeah. and taking into account that it's my drink mm-hmm. i'm going to give it a strong 5.8 okay okay um yeah, okay. Not awful, but not great. I'm going to go 5.5. Okay. And I think this is actually staged up to be a wonderful finish to this segment of the show. Mm. Because, my dear friend, we've done it again. Uh-oh. No way. There's no way. Jimmy B. If he pulls out hot sex right now. I'm not. Oh. But it was serendipitous that we wore our jerseys together. Sure, that wasn't yeah. planned. Uh-huh. Ladies and gentlemen, he has a wonderful Travis Kelsey jersey on, and I'm rocking the vintage Peyton Manning yeah. Denver Broncos jersey. You brought Bartender's Hot Sex, and I brought <sighs> Bartender's I'm Bananas Over You. Oh <laughs> my God, guys. This is absolutely insane. Not planned at all. I have to tell you this. <laughs> I had I'm Bananas Over You in my hand. In my hand at the store, if you went down, I'm gonna just say it, Arena Liquor <laughs> off Hampton. If you look at the check the tapes, I had check the tapes. I'm bananas, and I peeked over and saw hot sex, and was like, oh, I have to get hot sex. I I'm got, so happy you got this. I got this a few weeks ago. I saw hot sex and thought, wow, that'd be funny, but that's a big bottle. And I saw this and go. That's cheaper. That'll do. <laughs> so this is great. We're going to try both bartender drinks tonight. Wow. One is very direct with what it thinks about you, and the other one's like more innocent, like I'm bananas over sure. here. Sure. And you know what, Pat? 
Maybe if we mix them, it's oh, chocolate and banana. You read my mind. You read wow. my mind, too. Oh, Andrew's, Andrew's like pumped over yeah, there. Yeah, he's stoked. He's like, this is the best podcast ever. <laughs> you even, it's not even a podcast. They sit here and drink. You want me to get you a fresh cup of ice? If you wouldn't mind. Yeah, sure. The problem is, are we limited on cups now? How many cups you got over there? Well, I only brought four. Okay. Wait, wait. Hang on. Stand by. Nope. I brought three more. This wow, well, there we go. Everything's gonna be okay, folks. All right, could you, if we, if you wouldn't mind loading those up, I'll start pouring these, folks. This is bartenders. I'm bananas over you. It's very um, yellow and creamy looking as well. Honestly, this kind of looks like milk. Looks great though. Mm-hmm. What what a wonderful coincidence that that I got this weeks ago. Unbelievable. I think I got this at a dirt cheap. Nice. And you went to Arena Liquors, which I've been to, so that doesn't really spoil anything. But wonderful spot. But their selection there is like wonderful. none other I've seen. Absolutely. These are yours. Yeah. I, I just said absolutely, by the way. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we love saying that on the show. <laughs> okay, here we go. All right, let's give it a... Gentlemen, uh, bartenders, I'm bananas over you. I'm bananas over you. Thanks for bringing the ice, by the way. Cheers, yeah, of course. Cheers, guys. Wow. Everyone nail it. You know what it tastes like. The Laffy Taffy. 100%. The square yellow Laffy Taffy. (laughs) That is liquid alcohol. If you like the Laffy Taffy banana flavor from childhood, this is it. I'm mixing right now. Right now? I I don't want to wait. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That is going to overflow. You look like a professional bartender. Well, it is bartenders, hot sex, and... I'm bananas over you. This is like the children's version of of hot sex, I guess. Yeah, this yeah. is going to be great when I taste it right now. It's like a chocolate banana dream come true. Oh, <laughs> guys, this is the play. <laughs> this is the play. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to skip Sam and Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give the bananas one 6.5. Yeah. But collectively, yes. it's an 8.5. Oh. This drink, collectively, the hot sex mixed with... I'm bananas over you, which I'm also realizing just now. Do you think all of their brand names are like sexual? I'm bananas over you. <laughs> Probably a little bit. Uh, eight point five. This drink right here. Um, Sam, the bananas first, and if you tried the the mix up, let's get that score too. I'm giving the bananas a, a seven because I think bananas is a hard flavor to pull off. Without tasting like runts. Oh yeah, and and I like it. And then mixed together, I'm with you. I think we're in eight territory because Ooh. it's not overly thick. So good. It is smooth, and I I I, I will third that. Um, to, separate there in the five to six range combined. Well, I mean technically that's an eleven, but we're not going <laughs> to do that out of ten. So we're going to drop it down a few ticks and say it's a it's a eight to eight and a half for me. Sure. How about you, Andrew? I would say that the banana is slightly below the uh, hot sex for me. Wow. But cool. combined, again, you know, like we've said, probably a solid eight. Wow. I have a quick follow-up question for you. Bring because it. I, I told you that. Let's make keep- it quick because we got a wonderful guest wonderful to get guest. to. Real, real quick here. You don't like fruit. What would you think of that? Uh, Pat, first of all, thank you for the question. You're welcome. I don't like fruit, but... Uh, the people who really know me, which mm-hmm. which I'm saddened that you don't, mm-hmm. um, 
know that I love fruit-flavored things, <laughs> and I also love blended fruits. Well, what if I told you that this is 100% bananas? Then, then I would be extremely excited. Oh, well, it's not, so. Oh, okay. Never mind. Okay, good. I just thought I'd try to impress you. Okay, we're well, done here. Well, folks, we got a wonderful show ahead, including our next segment here on the Tony Godfrey, Dave Sinclair, Buick GMC phone lines, mm. Robert Steeples. Throw that pitskin, baby. Dismet Jesuit High School, Mizzou football, Memphis Tiger football, and a plethora, Pat, a plethora of NFL teams. We're going to have him on the show right here on Let's Get Comfortable. Stay tuned. I'm Jimmy B. I'm Patty Mo, And we'll be right back. Hey, everybody. It's Jimmy B over at Let's Get Comfortable. And listen, we all make mistakes. We all get in accidents. And sometimes you need a good lawyer. Give our guys a call and sponsors of the show, Mutrix Finney Law Offices. Now, our guy specifically over there, Chris Finney, great guy, big fan of the show. We really appreciate it. And those guys over there, they provide complete injury care to victims. So if you get yourself in a situation, you might need some help. Think about let's get comfortable and think about the most comfortable lawyers around, Mutrix Finney Law Offices. Right here, a sponsor of Let's Get Comfortable. Folks, Patty Moe here with Let's Get Comfortable, and I'm here to talk to you about one of the finest fish restaurants in town. If you are a fan of seafood, you need to go to 801 Fish in the Carondelet Plaza up in Clayton. I know that we're, we're, we're a town that's big on pork steaks and Emo's Pizza and all those good T-Rav St. Louis fixins, but there's nothing better than a fresh cut of seafood. And 801 Fish is probably... No, undoubtedly the best place in town to get the freshest fish. They fly that stuff in from the coast within 24 hours. It's in the water on your plate. Our buddy Ryan Krasinger is the GM over there. He will treat you right. It's a beautiful restaurant, great drinks, great service, and oh yeah, did I mention great seafood? 801 Fish in Carondelet Plaza. Go check it out. A proud sponsor of Let's Get Comfortable. Comfort. That's the key word here on Let's Get Comfortable, folks. I'm Jimmy B. Let me tell you about our new title sponsor right here on Let's Get Comfortable, Weiss Comfort Systems. Dan Weiss over there has been doing this for years, folks. He knows what he's doing, and he's trying to make you as comfortable as possible. Whether you're a first-time home buyer, whether you like to do things from home on your own, give them a call. Dan told me, you know, one guy told him once, he does everything now by the book. And by that, he means his pocketbook and his phone book. And I think that's a fantastic way to look at things because if you look at Dan and you look at Wise Comfort Systems, they're going to be just like talking to your best friends and getting a recommendation on how to do things for your home. Give them a call at 636-343-8440, folks. They have all different types of financing options for qualified applicants whether you're looking to replace your heating and cooling system whether you're looking for maintenance anything they can help you out give dan a call their motto over there when your family lives and sleeps comfortably so do we weiss comfort systems our title sponsor right here on let's get comfortable all right we are back right here on let's get comfortable we have a special treat on the show pat very good timing to have this 
wonderful human being on the show. Absolutely. On the Tony Godfrey, Dave Sinclair, Buick GMC phone lines. Tony Godfrey, wonderful guy over there, guys. Give him a call if you need to buy or sell your car. 314-520-1818. He's going to be your best friend by the time you get done over there. Uh, Robert Steeples, how the hell are you, sir? I'm good, Jimbo. How you doing, man? Hey, man, really appreciate you taking the time to come out or come on the show tonight. We really appreciate it. Appreciate y'all having me, man. I'm looking forward to this. Absolutely. How, other than um, uh, actually on paper record, how is the season going so far? The boys excited? Are you still excited? Keeping the morale going? Uh, I should let the folks know Robert is the head coach of the DeSmet Jesuit Spartans right now. How's everything going? Uh, yeah, it's um, obviously we're kind of um, in, in a grind right now with the schedule we got. We got a really tough schedule, and I don't think we want it any other way. I think the schedule's been very revealing to us about uh, what we're capable of, capable of when we're on the top of our game and, and what can happen to you when you're not on top of it. But uh, for our guys right now, the morale is really high. We're learning to embrace the grind, and uh, you know some of the losses that we're taking, uh, we're not letting them be losses. We're trying to learn from them. And so uh, I commend the young men on that, showing up ready to work every day, and I'm just trying to find different angles to keep them motivated. But right now, everything we want is still ahead of us. And like I tell them, it's in the BCS. So. Sure, sure. There you go. Steve, what about you? I mean, last year was, was year one. This is year two. Do you see a lot of differences as far as your own personal growth as a coach? I mean, I know the boys connect to you really well, uh, being on the younger side and having just a really a really uh, awesome resume as far as football goes. But what about your own personal growth? How, how do you feel about you? And, and let's expand that to your coaching staff as well. Um, really, for me personally, is, is really the values that, that, I, that I hold high for the program is really sticking to those and not getting bored with those. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have to come up with some new, um, you know, lingo or mantra every year. Right. Um, but really sit, sitting there and thinking about what's most important, what's the message I want to convey to them, what's the, uh, you know, values and characteristics I want them to display by being a part of this program and really sticking with that, but also finding, you know, certain moments and cracks, you know, and, and, and opportunities to be innovative at times too. So, um, I would say as a coach, I'm kind of growing as far as getting a feel for the team. Um, and also really encouraging these guys to take ownership of the team. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as far as my staff, the communication, you know, um, you know, it's been greatly improved. Not saying it was a problem last year, but just us knowing how to work with each other on the sidelines, you know, how to use all our eyes for something productive. You know, I think last year at times we got caught in being spectators instead of just really sitting out there and analyzing what's going on on the field so that we could uh, better assist our players and put them in position to succeed. Sure, absolutely. And and uh, Pat and I were actually there at the, <clears throat> excuse me, the, the home opener against Rockbridge. What a game that was, or yeah. or at least the, the first half, with uh, yeah. um, against a tough opponent who had taken down Rockers the previous week. Uh, we were fortunate enough to have Coach Pat Mahoney up in the, in the box. He had wonderful things to say about you at halftime. And um, I just want to take it back. Uh, we obviously know each other from playing together mm-hmm. on uh, – you know, no big deal. The 05 uh, state championship football team for mm. Um Take us through Robert's recruitment. Um, I, I, I know you ended up going off to Missouri. Um, how was that? How many schools were involved? What was your choice to get to Mizzou? And how was that plan for, for Coach Pinkle? Um, the, the, really, the recruitment, um, it, it, I always had aspirations to play. Uh, college football kind of came to the cement as more of a basketball guy, but my heart was with football. And, um, 
It's actually something I have to think about with my players a lot. Sometimes guys are, are better built for certain sports, but at the end of the day, it's kind of what your heart's into is going to be your main focus. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what it was for me with football. And um, I think it was a big weight lifted off of my shoulder when we won state um, my sophomore year just because it was like, all right, you're a champ. You, you know, you're a champ at the highest level. You know, you had a senior class lead you to that. Now you can, you know, focus on coming into your own so you could be a leader. So um, that kind of what took a weight off my shoulder. Quite honestly, the recruitment um, – wasn't necessarily a priority. I'll be honest. It was really, I wanted to, I wanted our team to get respect and I wanted our guys to, you know, when I got the chance to be a captain, really lead those guys. And I felt if I could, you know, help our guys get wins, be a leader and perform like I was capable of, the recruitment would take care of itself. And that's kind of what happened. Um, I didn't travel to many camps. I might've went to like two camps, uh, two or three camps my whole high school career. But, um, you know, the options really came down to who had the best academic balance, but also a good balance with football as well. And so, like, schools like Northwestern and you know, Wake Forest and Ole Miss were other options that I had. And it really came down to, you know, where do I see myself living, you know, after I graduate? Like, what pipeline did I want to establish, you know? Didn't really see me living in Chicago um, or North Carolina or Mississippi, you know? Sure. And so it was like, what type of pipeline could I establish and, me being the youngest of six kids and being a family guy and, and, and wanting to be close to my parents. My dad had heart disease, so traveling was tough for him. And You know, he said don't take that into account, but that that, that is what I took into account. And so I said, you know, I see me being in Missouri after I graduate. I want to work in Missouri near my family. Um, I want my family to be able to enjoy this experience with me, be able to travel to the games. And um, I also want to be able to represent my own my home state, you know, as best I could. So that's kind of what went into it. And I think what stood out was Mizzou was on the rise. They had greenland facilities. Um, they had hungry coaches at the time. And um, there was a chance to be a part of something new. You know, Mizzou hadn't won in a while. And right as I was committing, we were just starting to get hot, you know. And so um, I just wanted to be a part of something new and, and a place that I could actually be a part of and come back to. So that's kind of what went into Mizzou. And then eventually as I graduated, you know, going to Memphis. That, that was pretty awesome, too. But I really wanted to get that degree from the zoo uh, even before I decided to uh, do the graduate transfer. Awesome. You know, I, <clears throat> we had Josh Barbo. I don't know if you've met him before. He was a little older older than, than us, even, uh, but played for Mizzou. Okay. And um, we had him on last week, and, and, and I asked him this same question. When was your uh, I, for lack of better words, oh shit moment. I'm not in high school anymore. I'm at the Division One level. Was it at a practice? Was it running out into the stadium with all the fans? When was that? Oh man, I, I just made it to the Division One level of football. Um, it actually was probably after my freshman year that winter, leading up to it. It was uh, I'll say two instances that winter leading up to, and, and where we do our off season training where we have those uh, six a.m. mat drill workouts where you had to get up at five o'clock in the morning and, you know, trek through the snow and, and go do those workouts. And I remember I, I made the mistake of drinking the Red Bull and, a, and eating a banana oh, before no. workouts. Cause I, I didn't eat anything. And so I ran out there and I'm, I'm throwing up and I'm shuffling <laughs> on a drill and I throw up in the middle of the drill and, and the coach child said, me, Steve, would you throw up in my drill again? I'll run your ass. And so oh, no. after that, I realized like, all right, um, you know, this is real. Like, they're, they're going to pull everything I got. They're going to get it out of me. And so there's a few times like that where it was just like, everything you got, they're going to get, and there's a ton of eyes on you. You know, there's like, you know, seven, eight strength and conditioning coaches out there along with 12 other 
staff members on the coaching staff watching you. So everything you were doing, were you being evaluated for? And that's when I kind of was like, all right, you're going to be evaluated. So whatever you think you are, you better try to be it every day because these guys are sitting there trying to find out what you are and what you are not. So I think they came doing winter workouts. Damn. That's a good story because I think yeah. anytime you have a, a vomit story, that's a welcome to anything moment. Um, yeah, it so is. Let's continue the journey here. You you then moved in beyond college to the NFL for a time. And so yeah. 1A, 1B question here, 1A being what was the welcome to the NFL moment? And then 1B, uh, looking at looking at your time there and the landscape of where the season is, it kicks off obviously like literally right now. Um, what are your thoughts on how this year is going to go for the NFL? Um, as far as me, my welcome to the NFL moment, I also came as I, as I was in the NFL as I was a rookie um, with the Vikings. And it was about week um, uh, seven or eight. And I had a teammate that uh, they came up to. One of my friends came up to him and they were like, man, I'm sorry to hear that. You know, and he's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I mean, everything going to be all right? And he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, dude, you just got cut. He's oh, wow. like, Wait, what do you mean? And he's like, you haven't seen it? He's like, look at Twitter. He types his name in on Twitter, and he finds out he got cut via Twitter before the team let him know. Oh, and man. <clears throat> so that kind of introduced me to kind of the cutthroat, um, you know, you know, version of it, you know, as far as that, as far as the media storm that it was, you know, having people tweet about your mother and stuff like that, you know, that was something different, you know, quite honestly, you know, my pops always say, look at who it's coming from. You know, they, yeah, they don't man. even know enough about you. Don't pay any mind, but seeing kind of the media storm and having them comment on my parents, seeing how some guys find out, you know, they got cut before the team, let them know. And then also there was some higher end moments too, where, you know, um, you know, the fan support, you know, even in Minnesota, just the fan support going to restaurants, they would take care of you and, and going to London. That was an awesome trip. Being able to travel to London and play the Steelers, and just see how big football was. It just wasn't within the little towns that we were in, the big towns we were in. It was, you know, it, it, was, it was a sport that got people excited. Sure. And so going to London, and they don't know who the heck I am. I'm just a, a tall black dude with dreads, and they're snapping pictures and <laughs> telling you good luck. And so um, the, I, I would say, you know, the London experience was awesome. There's a ton of awesome experience in Dallas and Minnesota. But then also being exposed to that cutthroat portion was was tough, and I think that's, you know, the segue into what you said about, you know, for the season. I think that's what the fans are getting more of in this in this social media age and information age that we're in. They're starting to get more of an insight uh, or, or, you know, the, you know, they're getting more uh, a deeper look into the NFL and more of the cutthroat yeah. versions where sure. players are now coming out and talking about how they found out they got cut on ESPN, you know, or finding out, you know, that a girlfriend's tweet can get them in trouble. So if you're starting to see... Uh, you know, um, it's more entertainment than sport at times. And mm. so some for some fans, it rubs them the wrong way. But one thing you can't deny is when you see those guys on the field, you know, whether it's college football, you know, NFL, or high school, you still see the passion that they play with. You still see grown men running around playing a, a child's game and having a blast doing it. And you can have a blast. I mean, it's very rare that it's encouraged to run into somebody, right? And knock somebody on the butt. And, and it's, it's, it's very rare that you can go somewhere as an adult and shout your lungs out and feel emotionally invested in it. But football gives you that opportunity to, as a fan, to be emotionally invested in it and, and see guys having fun and you feed off of it. Absolutely. So, um, <clears throat> thoughts on the season, I would just say, you know, for the diehards, it's still going to be fun. For the fans that probably aren't into it, it'll be a little harder to recruit them into getting into it. But, 
once you get to experience a game and watch it and just see people coming together and having a blast, I mean, football is football because it's no one spectator sport. It's not really about what happens on the field. It's really how much people enjoy being able to be present and, and be amongst the fan base. They get to have fun. It's just like NASCAR. NASCAR is a NASCAR. You can go on the highway and watch cars go fast. It's really getting into that atmosphere, you know, the, you know, Daytona or whatever it may be, and just getting to see the, 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 the circus and all that that goes around it. I totally so agree. I think that's what helps football is, is a spectator sport. So. I totally agree with that. And I was going to, I was going to ask you who's, if you got one, and I know you, I'm sure you do, but do you have a favorite NFL team that you're rooting for every day on Sundays? Yeah, my two, um, and, and, and back in the day, it probably was blasphemous to say this, but I'm a, a real big Raiders fan and a Steelers fan. Um, okay. Really big. They were big defensive teams in the past. I was a defensive guy. Um, my dad was growing up, so just, you know, hearing about the Steel Curtain and also, you know, guys like Jack Tatum and seeing the Raiders kind of be the bad boys of the NFL, I kind of just was really drawn to that. Of, of that defensive mentality instead of that flashy mentality of football. So really be rooting hard for the Raiders and, and Steelers. So those are my two squads. So it is possible that those two teams could be possibly in the AFC championship mm-hmm. game. Wh- who would you, mm-hmm. who I got to ask you, who would you go for there for the Super Bowl? Putting you on the spot here. Um, if, if I felt one was more talented, I actually think the Steelers could come out, depending on how Le'Veon Bell does and Martavis Bryant, mm-hmm. depending on how they fare. Um, but I think with Derek Carr at quarterback um, and guys like Amari Cooper and um, what's my man at uh, wideout from Texas Tech, um, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Texas um, Tech for the for the Texas, for the Raiders. Raiders, yeah. Um, oh man, yeah, I forgot his name. He's the torches. He, he said he's the one that said I drink it in my head. I just oh, had a fantasy man. football draft. I should know this. You should. Yeah. Oh, Michael Crabtree. Michael Crabtree. That's exactly what so, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so having guys like that, like the Steelers struggle with D-backs. And even though the NFL is a running league, the Steelers, um, I think they got Joe Hayden now, which I was really hoping they'd get. Um, if they can be able to take away teams no more receiver, they got a chance. But I think the Raiders, is the, it's really going to be how do young stars like uh, Derek Carr and um, – <clears throat> Amari Cooper perform, you know, in a playoff situation where the game's even faster, and then can Marshawn Lynch be a factor? So, right. I, I mean, I would go Steelers, but the season will reveal a lot about the Raiders. We know about the Steelers and what they can do, but the Raiders, you know, there's a there's a, a, a lot of unknown, which is a good and a bad, depending on how you look at it. I'm going to put you on the spot one more time since we're on this topic. Right. Tonight is kickoff night of mm-hmm. the NFL season, and I want to hear your Super Bowl 52 matchup. <laughs> nice. oh, <man. laughs> I um, I quite honestly I have to. It's it just with injuries. That the thing is right. with, with Super Bowls is it's really the first battle is obviously who can perform, but who can stay healthy, right? Yeah, and so it's hard to tell. You know, like yeah. if you just looked at last year, you think it'd be the you know you say Falcons and Patriots. I still don't know if there's anybody there that can necessarily dethrone the Patriots. It's gonna have to be a, a team that's extremely balanced. Mm-hmm. With a with a solid defense, but an offense they can put up points. You got to score twenty plus. Today. Like the Chiefs tonight. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> they are the Chiefs. Do always play them tough though. They do. It's not a cakewalk with them versus the Chiefs. That's true. And the Chiefs are healthy, but I, I would say um, on paper, yeah, on paper, injuries on, aside. I'm trying to think. I mean, I really do think um, I can see the Falcons going back. Yeah. Um. 
with them also getting one of their stud corners back. And then um, – I've heard the Packers are a contender, end, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm thinking on the other end, there's a um, – I feel like this might be the year that the Patriots get got. Ooh. Um, really? I, I, I hope like it happens. might be a year that somebody upends them. I know it's always the Steelers coming close but not getting it, but losing – that slot receiver um, and, and that security blanket for Brady is going to make a difference. And I quite honestly don't know if, if Gronk can hold up. So um, wow. I think this might be the year. I'm obviously thinking Steelers and Falcons, but who knows? There you we'll go. Well, I'm going to rattle off probably three or four real quick questions for you. We're going to get a, like a, a lightning round here for you, Steve. All right. Um, All right. Favorite player you've ever played with? That's uh you know, it doesn't have to be the best player, but your personal favorite could be high school, college, or NFL. Besides Jim Bunsen, of course. Right, right, right. right, right. Yeah, you know, he's excluded. It was, <laughs> it was definitely about to be Jim Bunsen. Mm-hmm. But I would say uh, <laughs> favorite player that I played with. Now, when you say favorite is the guy that got along with or just a guy that's interesting to sit back and watch. It, your favorite person to play with. Doesn't have to be the best, just be your, your, your buddy. Um, I would say... Um, Probably one of my favorites is a guy named Marcus Sherrills. Okay. Um, punt returner for the Vikings. He collects uh, samurai swords. He's 5'7". Wow. That's awesome. He will, <laughs> yes, he collects samurai swords, and you will lose him as a friend over 2K. He's also cheap and has a flip phone. <laughs> oh, so, no way. I say that's probably, probably one of my favorite guys, and he's still he's in that on the year seven. So I would say he's my favorite I play with. Yeah, I'm interested uh, on on this one, but who's the best player you ever played against? Um, I would say and Dominican Sue. Um, wow, Nebraska versus Mizzou. He should have won the Heisman that year. Oh, yeah, and he he hit my man's West and almost made me come out on the field and fight him. So really? He uh, yeah, dirty he, player. Uh, and Dominic, yeah, he no, he hit him. It was legal, but it was hard. Oh, I think and that, oh, I remember okay. that game. We played him. He had a pick. Uh, two sacks, two pass breakups. It, it was crazy. I, but I would say that was one of the best, most dominant performances I've seen as far as matching up across from um, Dez Bryant. Wow. Man. Pretty, pretty tough. That's yeah, pretty awesome. That's that pretty awesome, tough. though. A little feather Andy in your Calvin camp. Johnson. Yeah, that Damn. was two toughest one. Incredible. Last it's question. Like two Hall of Fame wide receivers. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Who to, to us – peasants who who didn't get the the limelight for a while who would who would the normal folk consider the most famous person in your phone contacts right now um don't say west yeah don't say west <laughs> no okay I, i'll leave him out of it um most famous person in my phone contact um I mean there's people in there like i got you know dead in the phone contact do we talk a ton no uh, as far as a person that I talk to regularly, um, Brandon Carr and Sheldon Richardson. Uh, me and Sheldon grew up in St. Louis together, of course. And then uh, Brandon, he's uh, was with the formerly Chiefs, Cowboys, and now with the uh, with the um, Ravens. He a uh, really good professional guy who is actually looking to coach when he's done playing. So we like to bounce plays off each other every now and then. He's actually. Uh, Going to shoot. He's shooting a video to my guys, wishing them luck uh, within the next week or so. So, 
I'll say D Carr and Sheldon and I'll say Adrian. Those are probably the top three. Awesome. Well, uh, you know, if there's ever the I'll chance we could people. also, you know, piggyback off this wonderful interview and get like a Daz Bryan or an Adrian <laughs> yeah, Peterson yeah, yeah, too, yeah. you know, no Wait. big deal, Steve. I would say your your best chances, like I say, would be Carr Sheldon. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Like I say, I don't talk to Des much. Adrian, he was nice when I was that awesome guy. Yeah. Signed the football for my parents, but um I'm just, I'm just teasing. These guys got bigger things. Day. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, hey, really had fun with it, uh, Rob. We appreciate you coming on. I know you got a lot of way better things you could be doing, but we, being uh, all Spartan brothers and men for others here, we really appreciate you joining us. No, I enjoyed it, man. Appreciate y'all having me on, and uh, good luck with the rest of your broadcast, man. Thanks, Just- appreciate it, and good luck to you tomorrow night against the U-High up at D-World. It's going to be a hell of a game. Yeah, it should be. All right, man. Take care. All right, thank you. Bye. Robert Steeples, everybody, right here on Let's Get Comfortable. What a great guy. I mean, like, even though we had the DeSmet connection with him, I, I I mean. No, through and through, he's just a solid individual. More than solid. He's he's top shelf. And uh, just really looking forward to interviewing Des or Adrian sure. in the following weeks. Can't wait. Absolutely. I'm looking <laughs> forward to our three questions next, right here on Let's Get Comfortable. I'm Jimmy B. I'm Patty Moe. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, this is Jimmy B with Let's Get Comfortable and I gotta tell you about our St. Louis realtor, Drake Merritt of the Drake Merritt Home Selling Team. One hell of a guy, one hell of a realtor. If you're looking to buy or sell, he's the go-to guy in STL. Give him a call, 314-517-5565. Drake specializes in first-time home buyers. I myself was a first-time home buyer with him. He is incredible and makes you feel, dare I say, comfortable give drake a call again it's drake merritt of the drake merritt home selling team 314-517-5565 our sponsor right here on let's get comfortable folks patty mo here with let's get comfortable i'm here to talk to you about one of the trendiest fashion stores in town ladies i'm particularly talking to you but guys you're going to want to listen to this as well because i'm talking about paper dolls boutique we're talking women's high-end clothing But guys, you're going to want to get in there too because they have jewelry, they have cool STL apparel, it's the hats that we wear on the Facebook Live segments, and they have things that ladies of any age and any type are going to like in any season as well. So go on down to any of the Paper Dolls locations in town. They're in Kirkwood, they're in De Pere, they're in Baldwin Grove, and they're up in the loop off Del Mar. Check it out. There's something for every lady. Paper Dolls Boutique, the most comfy, trendy place you'll find and a proud LGC sponsor. This is Jimmy B from Let's Get Comfortable. Folks, are you looking for a new car, used or new? Give our guy a call, Tony Godfrey, over at Dave Sinclair Buick GMC. He's going to hook it up. I'm telling you right now, they got all kinds of deals going on every single day, and he's going to hook it up over at 314-520-1818. Give Tony a call. He's a very good friend of ours. He's a very good friend of the show, and he's going to be a very good friend of you by the time you get done. And don't forget the Dave Sinclair deal. If it ain't right, they're going to make it right. Free. Hey, you! You looking for a new job? Give Brandon Conan a call, the most comfortable recruiter out there, working for New York Life. You're sitting at your desk, you hate your job, 
your boss is pointing fingers. You're saying to yourself, I need a little more freedom. I need to make a little more money. And I want uncapped potential. Give Brandon Conan from New York Life a call. He's a great friend of mine. I trust him with my finances. He can also help you out with financial advising. He's been doing it for years with me. He's a wonderful human being and even better at his job. Give Brandon Conan a call, even if it's just to talk about possibly switching careers, guys. His phone number is 314-809-9602. It's Brandon Conan, your best friend, and he's going to get you a new job. Give him a call. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Let's Get Comfortable, the most comfortable podcast in St. Louis, dare we say, the world. Ever. Ever, all time. Uh, this is Jimmy B. I'm Patty Moe. We're, we're rocking the uh, NFL kickoff jerseys tonight. My brand new Chiefs jersey from the Missouri Chiefs. My uh, not so brand new uh, Peyton Manning jersey from uh, the Broncos. But folks, we like to get into one of our favorite segments of the show, the one we like to call Three, three questions. questions. And Three no. Questions is brought to you by Paper Doll St. Louis. Four locations, Kirkwood, Baldwin Grove, De Pere, and over by U-City. Give them a, give them a call. Wonderful Actually, hats that we have today. Great hats. Don't call them. Just go to the store. Yeah, do that. They're all uh, over social media. We forgot to tell the folks, Drake Merritt of the Drake Merritt Drinks of the Show. Give yes. them a call, 314-517-5565. Use promo code. Papa's got a brand new bag. Brand new bag. What else you got there, Pat? Or, or I got. Let me tell you about Mr. Save Chris, mine for the end. Yeah, Chris Finney of Mutrux Finney Law Offices for when we get in trouble. Absolutely, yes. wonderful guys. They specialize in uh, uh, victims who are needing care and help. Everybody needs a good lawyer. Go to the most comfortable lawyers around. Chris Finney of Mutrux Finney Law Offices. Three one four seven zero seven five one six seven. He's there to help you crush. He'll make your uncomfortable legal situations as you said comfortable absolutely comfortable uh we've already told the folks about weiss comfort systems earlier on the show but they are our title sponsor right here on let's get comfortable but pat we have a brand new sponsor this week brand new as in in like the last 24 hours brand new yes smoking hot right his off name, the press his name tell me his name is mr brandon conan brandon conan of new york life guys Incredible human being, also a Chiefs fan, and wonderful, wonderful man. And I'm going to tell you what, he is a recruiter there, dare I say a senior recruiter. And if you're sitting around listening to our podcast and you hate your job, you're like, you know what, I want to go to a job where I have unlimited potential to make crushing amounts of money. What do you think crushing amounts of money is, Pat? I think think it's something... That refers to making a lot of money. That's exactly what I mean. Okay, good. You have, uh, if you're good at time management, yes. if you're good at, you know, being on your own and not having a boss who's nag, nag, nag all the time, Yes. give Brandon Conan a call, guys. It's 314-809-9602. Just give him a chat. You hate your job, you call Brandon, he sets you up for life. That's really how it goes. Brandon Conan of New York Life, brand new sponsor right here on Let's Get Comfortable. What a wonderful sponsor. Absolutely. Wonderful plug. Thank you for doing that. And now we're getting into our three questions. Which is brought to you also by the restaurant that will give you 
Fifty dollars tonight. If you have the best question, that's eight hundred one. Fifty buckaroos, folks, over 50 at eight hundred one fish. Eight hundred one fish, St. Louis. Ryan Crassinger's the GM. Great human being. Great GM. Great friend. Give them a call over there. 314-875-9636. They're over in Claytown near the Ritz-Carlton. And they also are serving lunch these days. So that $50 doesn't just have to go towards a fancy dinner. You can swing on over there and have one of the better lunches you'll have all week. Absolutely. And you'll have a fantastic happy hour. And you'll want to use that. Uh, Andrew, we're hearing people getting no sound on the... uh, on the Facebook Live when this is plugged in. Hmm. Sam and Andrew, the wonderful men behind the scenes here. But whoever listens to the actual podcast is going to hear us yeah. on iTunes. They should listen. Before we, read, before we read their questions, we should also maybe jump into the questions that were texted to us. Sure, jump on in. Since they can't, they can't hear us anyways right now. All right, so Joe Jennings, great man, great listener of the show, uh, was wondering, he said... Undoubtedly, places like Seamus McDaniels and Michaels have great burgers. We know that. Yep, uh, keep going. Keep going. Wants to tell, know. Them about, tell them about the question. I'm going. Who wants to know? I feel like you just got like drunk within no, the I, last no, no, like no. 45, 50 minutes. No, the thing is, it's because we started three questions and passed like, here's the deal, folks. It's all good. We got a bunch of sponsors. It's all good. Fucking good. Tell them about uh, Mr. Joe Jennings. Joe wants to know what's some of the best top three griddle-style, diner-style burger places in town. Great question. Um, Fantastic question. First of all, thank you for the question, Joe. Yeah. Would you like to lead it off? Um, I almost just stole the spot that I know that you're going to choose. Um, so I'm going to go with the dam. One of the better... Flat grill styled uh, burgers, you know, stay, we'll just call it steak and shake style uh, that I've had in a long time. How about yourself? Carl's Jr. <laughs> I'm kidding. Carl's driving. Oh, yeah. Carl's driving. Yeah. Wonderful. That was a joke. I thought you were going to say Spencer's Grill. Spencer's Grill is great. That is really great. Um, and that would, that would, that's still in my top three, but I think not a lot of people know where that is and I like to keep it my secret. So I like to say. I love the, um, the smart asses that are on the show that can't hear us, but they're saying like beers for Billy. Love listening to Let's Get Comfortable. It's so quiet and relaxing, just like a Calgon bath. He, he can't hear you dissing him though. Right. He will though. Yeah. If he hops in and, and uh, he says, uh, sorry to ask again, but it feels relevant. Has Pat tried Joya's yet? No. And he can't hear me anyway. So first of all, thank you for the question. Um, but yeah, unbelievable that you still haven't tried Joyous. I'll get there I don't know someday. The Follow up question from Joe Jennings: Chocolate milk, best with Hershey syrup, Nesquik, or Ovaltine? Thank you. Thank you for the question. I'm going Ovaltine. Thank you for the question again, Joe. Uh, I'm gonna go with Nesquik. Where are you now? Yeah, I really am. Do you have a favorite pre-made chocolate milk out there? Oh. Great question. Thank you. And it's Nesquik. It's still Nesquik? Yeah, the pre-made 100%. and the powder? The the yellow bottle with the blue screw off top. Yeah. I think you can't. Nothing touches that, in my opinion. Oberweiss or, ready for this, Fairlife. I've heard Fair of the Fairlife. I've heard of the Fairlife. It, like, it like claims it's like healthier milk. But let's keep going. Do you have a question for me? No, I don't. Okay. Well, good thing this drunk boy came prepared. Okay, good. All right. Jim, 
I don't know if we've done this one before, and if we have, it's been a long time, maybe in the couch sessions. If you could travel back in time to any era, not an, not an event, but an era, just to go check it out, what would you choose? Well, first of all, Pat, thank you for the question. You're welcome. Any era ever, ever. I'm going to go to the 70s. Yeah. Which makes, you know, I could easily have said dinosaurs or medieval times or, you know, any of that crap. I would go to the 70s because, folks, can you hear us now? You can hear us. Good, good, good. This this would be the greatest prank ever if they actually could hear us the whole Give time. Give us a thumbs up if you can hear us, guys. We had some technical difficulties, so let us know if you can. You uh, said you go to the 70s, though? Yeah, I would go to the 70s um, to enjoy uh, drugs and probably would be way more into like music festivals. And I also feel like that was still probably pre when food starting being like commercialized, if that makes sense. Yeah. So you're still getting to pop into like a, you know, a diner where everything's like fresh there and blah, blah, blah. I don't, does that make sense at all? Yeah, no, I totally, totally. How about you? You know what? If it wasn't something like outrageous, just to play it safe, I like to go back to the 80s. I mean, we are products of the 80s, but we are pretty damn young. Um, and I know that I'm not trying to piggyback off you per se, but the 80s just looked like it was a fun decade. Yeah. There's a lot of weird stuff that went on back then. Absolutely. That sounds good. All right, let's uh, get to these. Do we have anybody else on here ask a question? Why, uh, Drake Merritt had one. Drake, thanks for joining. Beers for Billy Bill Miller. Thanks for joining. Uh, Drake says, why do people, uh, part of the show, why do people buy so much milk and bread prior to an upcoming natural disaster? First of all, Drake, thank you for the question. Hundred, Great, great question. I it have is. no idea. Timely. People, Gotta get the milk and the bread. No, what you gotta do is get a fucking 30 pack of Bush Heavy and you gotta get some water. It's pretty much all you need. Maybe a couple bags of Doritos. You need, I you, don't know. You need food that's not gonna perish. And the thing is, bread will get moldy and milk will spoil like very quickly. Did you also notice that? Um, have you ever seen that a Dorito, you can light it on fire to start like a fire? No, is that real? 100%. That's awesome. Light a Dorito on and it'll stay on fire. Learn something new Great every question. day. Great question. Uh, my question, piggybacking off of it, hopefully Drake is still on here, but if you were going into a natural disaster, what would you be buying if you were going to the store? Not eggs, milk, and bread, because who the fuck wants all that shit? Mm -hmm. Give me a 30-pack of bush, a case of water, and a bunch of Doritos, and I'm all set. Yeah, I think the only Let's thing... Let's call I it three things. What would you buy at the store? Definitely alcohol. Sure. Water, you need that. Of course, yeah. And I'm buying as many canned goods as possible. Canned goods last forever. That's they great, do. and they can get wet and then yeah. get water in there. Canned goods, and I'm pretty sure some of them are, their, their buoyancy actually would provide them that if you were in like a flooded situation. I'm not making this up, I'm pretty sure it would float, so. That's a good point. Canned goods all the way. And also, fantastic use of buoyancy. Thank you, I was hoping you would say that. Uh, Emma Heitman, thanks for joining. Rod Gotti, really appreciate it. Joe Gay Show, longtime listener, first time hopper inner on Facebook Liver. And Rod Gotti, is that really yes. a Manning jersey? Yes, I lived in Denver for a while. The Rams are gone. I got it when Peyton was still playing. It's a fantastic jersey. And we said this on the way here. Jerseys are such an underrated clothing item when it comes yes. to comfort. They're yes. very comfortable things to wear. 
very serendipitous that my brother Brian Button would hop on because we were just talking about jerseys. Right on cue. I gave my brother uh, Jeremy Macklin Chiefs jersey, and I was telling Pat how comfortable the jerseys are Mm -hmm. and how his soon-to-be wife thinks that grown men wearing jerseys is just stupid. Let's talk about this. Which would make me wear my jersey every day. Yeah, let's talk about this because Uh, some people say, like, once you're older than the player... Which, unfortunately, we're older than most players. Most now, yeah. yeah. Uh, we shouldn't be wearing jerseys. I call bullshit because I'm going to wear jerseys as long as I reasonably can. Sure. Absolutely. Couldn't Why agree not? more. Uh, I, I think jerseys of all sports, you, I feel like you have to have a jersey of every sports team in your state or in your city. That's fair. That's fair. I think I you agree, should. I agree with that. Uh, Bill, uh, Bills for Billy, will the New England Patriots win number six this year? No, they won't. They won't. No, absolutely not, Bill. Two reasons. But thanks for the question. Great question. Not actually. Thank you for it. I don't like it. I don't think they will. And two reasons why. They're going to regress. They just had the Super Bowl win last year. And uh, two, Robert Steeples, who we just interviewed, and you got to listen to the podcast to hear it, folks. Got to download tomorrow and listen to it. He said it. He, he said it himself. The great Rob Steeples. So there you have it. My brother says, uh, I rejoined Facebook for this. Yes. You did. Technology. Please enjoy what you've been missing. Uh, Jack Blair, thanks for joining. Remember that fart that one time? That was incredible. Uh, Ron Gotti, <laughs> all-time Mizzou football jersey. Great question. Um, I got to go Brad Smith, number 16, epic jersey. Mm-hmm. I don't no. know. What about you? You let me know. Nate Gilbert, thanks for joining. Pat. I'm going Macklin. Well, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm going Macklin. I mean, I know you played with him, but... I did meet him a couple times in my day. That's good. You know, good St. Louis guy. Because I told Jack, remember that fart? We have this thing. Yeah. Jack farted this one time. He he would fart in class, and they would last like a minute long. And one of these farts, I'm not kidding you, was well over a minute. And I fell out of my chair onto the ground laughing in class. We both got in trouble for it. But Jack also was really good at like, like looking at you with a straight face and just... Just like ripping, like you'd have no idea. So, so anyway, it wasn't a question; it was actually just reminiscing a verb that happened. Okay, exactly. Um, my brother says that his Mizzou jersey would be Finney Troy, number seventy-two. Fantastic. Um, Laura Missy, what do you think is worse: no turn signals or waiting your turn in line due to a lane being closed and some? I'm sure she's gonna go some asshole. Oh, oh. All right, what's worse? No turn signals are waiting. She cut it down. Okay, okay. No turn signals are waiting. Okay. I'd rather... First of all, thank you for the question, Laura. Thank you, thank I'd you. rather go no turn signals. I think waiting is terrible. I, When I am on the road, I have a heavy... I have a lead foot, heavy foot, got to get to where I'm going, hate waiting. So that's what I'm going to go with. Yeah, waiting sucks in general. I can see the no turn signals, signals thing for sure. My biggest pet peeve is when someone leaves their turn signal on and just keeps going like anywhere on the highway. I know that's not the question, but since we're talking about it, but waiting for sure. Sure. Um, Let's see. Jack says, I take farts seriously. <laughs> that's absolutely perfect. Um, I feel like we probably lost a lot of people because of the audio at the beginning. Unfortunately, so, may have been the case. Can I make an executive decision that maybe we don't give away the $50 gift card let's, this time? Let's hold off. Let's hold it off. It's, and this is on us. Oh, yeah, totally on us. Our fault. 
But we will get it next week more as a teaser. Or will we, Pat? I you never know. know. We're not on next week. Oh, that's right, because somebody is getting married. Putting a ring on it and getting married. Ladies, last chance, but not really. Uh, Bill Miller, <laughs> Beers for Billy, saying, Who has the free ticks for Lou Fest? Uh, we'll get you some ticks, Bill. Don't worry about it. We'll figure that out. We'll figure that out. We'll talk offline. Uh, so, yeah. Um, not on next week. Pat is also involved in that. So, maybe we'll, th- we'll throw a rerun out. Or we might just come out Facebook Live from the Mahersky Dinsky. Yeah. You know, and me being the minister, I'll, I'll pray for everybody, of course. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank next you. time, we might be a little more drunk than we are. I'll be married. We'll go from there. Yeah. So, for my co-host, Patty Moe. My co-host, Jimmy B. This has been the LGC. Thanks for joining us. Download tomorrow the full show. Great interview with Robert Steeples. Have a good night, America. America.